Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Now it's time for... Walker Retail Ranger. Hey everybody, it is Saturday, November 5th, 2022. Got my cheesy radio announcer voice that Liz loves. You love hearing that, don't you, Liz? Oi. Oi, V. So we're trying to record on Saturday just in case I get an Amazon Flex thing going on tomorrow. Hello. Welcome to the oh. Walker Retail Ranger podcast. Jeez. It's episode 48, I believe. Are we at episode 48? Holy shnikes. We are episode 48, everybody. Um, we're trying it on Saturday because I'm doing the Amazon thing on Sundays now, right? Trade. My day's off. Uh, I do have some something to say about that. I kind of got scolded by Amazon, and it and it. I guess it kind of made me think. You know, like I have a full time gig, right? Right. As a retail ranger, everybody, and then I've got a part time gig, and I'm scared crapless. <laughs> I got a little notification saying, "Hey, a customer didn't get their package." Uh oh. And then I got an email saying, "Hey." Customer didn't get their package. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bro, slow down. I, I delivered every package. I and I know I did. Obviously, I'm a man of integrity, and yeah. um, I was. I take pride in getting it done and doing it right. And it just starts making me think, you know, like here I am freaking the heck out that I'm going to lose my part time gig. But then I got situations in my life where people don't give a crap if they get fired or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. got two jobs, and I'm scared <laughs> of losing my my part time thing, and you got people that just don't come to work. I mean, just don't show up. It's it's insane. Um, we're going to cover the uh, the latest jobs report. We're going to kind of do a little deep dive into that. I don't usually try to get into facts and figures, but we're going to kind of read that report along and talk about that a little bit later. So before we get into that greatness, <laughs> we're going to talk about the holidays, Liz. How you doing today? I'm Fine. Right. I'm a little fired up. Yeah, you're fired I'm up. A little fired I just up. walked in the door. I so. know you didn't. You just got back from your part-time gig. I worked today, and I worked very hard. I smell very much bad right now. I blew out of my deodorant probably by 11 a.m. this morning. Your hair sticking straight My up. hair, I got Christopher Walken you going. You look like Christopher Walken's hair. I'm not going to try to do a Christopher Walken, because that would be ridiculous. Yeah. I can't do him, can I? Keep a day job. All right. But which one? Well, but okay, all right. <laughs> Student loans. Thank you very much. <laughs> so it's National Love Your Red Hair Day. Neither one of us have red hair, so we're gonna move on. It's also uh, American Football Day, which is weird because that's usually on what day? Sunday. Yeah, that is kind of weird. So I don't know. We might have to drop this whole gig. Uh, National Bison Day. I like bison. I've never had it. Well, I've never had it. No, no, I've had. Is, is there a difference between buffalo and bison? Or are they the same thing? Uh, uh, ooh. I don't know. I'm not a retail rancher anymore. <laughs> you know, the Golden Girls are doing their eggs for a day. Thank you, yeah. girls, for that. But I I'm don't know. I'm thinking that's, it's, I don't know if it's a, the same word for. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to follow back up with yes, that. We the are. people want to know. <laughs> Do they? Uh, it's also Gunpowder Day. 
Oh, okay. All right. And World Numbat Day, which is apparently a marsupial from Australia. So we are moving on past November 5th, everybody. <laughs> I think Sunday's holidays are much better. That, yeah. Whew, Lord, that was a stretch. So uh, I did shorten up the opening. I think people will appreciate not hearing the pre-recorded version of The Walkman, so that's kind of cool. Uh, we are recording today due to my possible obligations tomorrow. Um, and we cover the holidays. So... Uh, What's cooking, Liz? Nothing. Nothing. We're having hot dogs tonight. <laughs> Thank you, administration, for keeping the inflation and grocery prices as high as they are. We're having hot dogs. Okay. I, you uh, like them. I love, a, I love a hot dog. How are you cooking them? I'm probably just going to boil them. Great. A boiled hot <laughs> I don't even get them fried. Do you want to fry? Could you at least fry I'll the I'll fry your I know the price of dog. butter makes the cost of that hot dog go up. Holy crap. Uh, you did make an amazing dish this past week. Uh, they were called Hasselback yes, potatoes. Yes. Say, uh, tell us about the Hasselback potatoes, will you? I found it on Dinner at the Zoo. Okay. No, it's really a good little site. I was going to start doing animal noises, but <laughs> I, I, you saw me try. I saw you getting ready to try. But that's I stopped. Why, that's why I'm trying to talk fast. Okay, go ahead. Um, it's like a regular baking potato, except for you put slices all the way down it you know how, how, how thick are the slices if you take a chop you can use chopsticks or skewers i used um like a like wooden spoon handles yep and line the potato up in between and then you slice down and when where your knife stops on that the way wood, you're not slicing all the way through right the potato. you don't want to slice all the way down correct the slices are pretty thin they were they were i'd say maybe a less than a quarter of an inch yeah and the oven is at 450. Yeah. You line a sheet pan with foil, which I usually don't do that, but cheese is involved. So it is kind of cheese important. Cheese is involved. <laughs> so it's in the oven for a while. I can't remember the exact time. I think it's like 50 minutes. Well, you can go to that, check out dinner at the zoo.com yeah. or whatever. And you brush it with olive oil and butter melted together or salt mm. and pepper. Good combo. And then you take it out of the oven. Mm hmm. And then you put slices of cheddar or whatever kind of cheese you want in between each of those slices that you did. Dude almighty. Uh, yeah. And since it baked, they kind of separate a little bit. Yep. So, you know, it's easier to get them down in you there. You got to keep them separated. <laughs> so stick them back in the oven for, I think it's like 10 or 15 more minutes, depending on how well your potato is right. done. And then take it out, put some crumbled up bacon on there, some cut up scallions, um, sour cream or green onions for those folks. Yeah, down green south. onions and sour cream. And let me tell you, it's almost like a meal in itself. It was like eating a, a an individual potato, like a potato skin each slice. And I, and I ate it by the slice. Yeah, I did too. I sliced right down. And it was kind of weird, but and, and it was cool because they weren't as soft as a normal baked potato. No. They were a little bit harder. And I think it's important to maintain that because that way you get the. Yeah, they still had that integrity. It yeah. held together. Integrity. <laughs> kind of like, you know, scalloped potatoes, how they're yes. not mushy there. It was like scalloped potatoes, but it was in the, the whole the thing. The potato form. With the skin. Yes. So that was good. That yeah, was awesome. Thank you. That was you. good times. Speaking of potato chips, I, I made an observation this week, and it was kind of crazy. It's a sign O apostrophe the times. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Well, I complained about it earlier, so you can fake like you're hearing it for okay. the first time. You ready? I'll fake it. All right. So the little individual serving size bags of potato chips. I won't say what brand they are. Right. Uh, but they usually sell for like 33 cents. 
It's a little small bag. You just yeah. grab it on your way to the register. You're like, all right, let me grab one of these with my right. drink or whatever. They are now 69 cents. Mm. 69 cents for a one ounce bag of chips. Is that like six chips? Probably. <laughs> and I did the math and it's basically 11 bucks a pound for those potato chips. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. I don't know. It's it's very disappointing to hear and see the prices that we're actually paying on stuff. And I guess part of me says, you know, hey, once things get back, quote unquote, under control, are we going to see massive price drops across the board? Well, even if we did, a lot of the ounces have changed. So right. it's still going to be They're not going to add expensive. the stuff back to the package. Right. Right. So we're getting screwed here, folks. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the bottom line overall. Um, there is a little nugget here about, I can't tell you the last time we had, uh, Alaskan crabs. Oh no. Uh -uh. I can't afford that anyways, but. Even when they're on sale, they're too expensive. Alaska cancels snow crab season for the first time after the population collapses. What? Yeah. They're blaming old, the good old climate change and overfishing is part of that. I think it's probably more overfishing. I think it is too. In reality, I mean, crabs have been around for hundreds of thousands of years. They can do their thing. Um, and they kind of move based on where the food and weather is, but I don't know. But just, just not like it's going to impact us because we are eating hot dogs. <laughs> but uh, for folks out there that like snow crabs, there's going to be a problem with those coming up here shortly. Uh, let me see. Uh, on the merger, now remember we were talking about Albertsons and Kroger were going to merger? Yeah. It's amazing how quick the government can actually roll into action when they want to. They've kind of put a pause on this thing. Um, somebody sued, some state attorney general sued it to stop the, uh, I think they were supposed to pay some huge amount to their investors, like some stakeholders. I don't know how all that crap works because we have no money. So it's not <laughs> like we have, to, it impacts us. But um, let me see, let me pull up this article here. The Washington attorney general has halted, apparently they were supposed to pay like a $4 billion dividend um, to the stakeholders and stockholders and all that. And that's been put on pause while hmm. they review all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. I mean, I think I've said in the past, I think generally mergers tend to work out for the common folk. I mean, I know in the past mergers have been good for my company because it, it helped us kind of streamline stuff. We got took good and the bad yeah. from both companies mm -hmm. and kind of made it good. So I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of funny. Yet the government will jump in on that. But we still have a baby formula shortage. Yeah. Can you believe it's been eight months? That and is crazy. Baby formula is still a problem. And let me see. I got an article about that. This was in uh, Politico on November 2nd. I'm just going to say this. Biden administration officials are still grappling with a baby formula supply challenge across the country eight months after a key formula plant shuttered and sparked widespread shortages. Isn't that insane? Uh, it's unbelievable. Um, where are our priorities? <laughs> we got to feed the babies, man. I know. I mean, and then you hear all these things about how, you know, COVID lockdowns really impacted kids as far as their learning and all that stuff. My goodness, now we're, now we're giving them a bad start with their nutrition from the get-go. Yeah. Whew. All right, I'm not going to go too, too negative on that one, but... Come back to me. I'm back. Uh, let me see. So... One positive note about inflation. We sell live bait at my store, little 
night crawlers and red worms. You still sell it now? We still, yeah. I brought. I just brought in another batch. Okay. Well, heck, like it was beautiful out today. Right. You can go fishing if you weren't working two jobs. And um, but the price of our worms has not increased since wow. last year. So, conspiracy theorists will say that they they want us to start learning how to eat bugs. <laughs> I think that's why they're keeping the uh, the worm price down. Um. So I had a buddy. He had a manager that worked for him. Walked off the job. Just flat out walked out. No notice or nothing. A manager of his team. Left a note with a little marker. Today's my last day. I'm out. And just bailed. Wow. That, that's just a sad situation, man. I mean, it's bad enough you can't get you know, like part-time folks to come to work and all that. But when you start getting members of management doing that, that kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, I'm hearing about stuff like that across the board. It's I mean, sad, man. All different areas. Well, when we get into this jobs report here, I want to—I do want to give one nugget to the actual retail rangers that are out there. This is from my 35 years of experience <laughs> in the biz. So, like, when the holidays come out, we get these things called shippers. That's for you non-retail rangers out there. Little cardboard displays to help supplement the actual display of a holiday item or... It might be just an impulse item that's out there or some kind or of bonus. Or seasonal. Thing. Seasonal. A um, couple things. So I am, I went to the school of shipperology. I have a degree in it. So did I. And when folks get a shipper into the building, they almost, almost, almost always automatically call me to come over there and set it up. And I take pride in building them without instruction. I loved building them. I love building shippers. Um, but people seem to struggle with building those nowadays and you've seen it. Yeah. When you walk around the stores and you look at a shipper that's not built properly, you kind of give that eye roll in your head. You're like, really? (laughs) It's going to fall by tomorrow. (laughs) So most shippers actually have a little flap around all four corners or all four edges of the bottom, right? Right. Generally those fold in to help stabilize the actual shipper. Right. So if you as a non-retail ranger are in there shopping in a store and you walk by a shipper and there's little triangles cut out at each corner, they built it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Those are supposed to be folded under, not folded out. That looks ridiculous. Supposed to be folded under. Well, if you're a newbie trying to put those together, it can be a little intimidating. Follow the instructions. That being said. Yeah, there is a piece of paper in there and it says fold generally this is. into this. I will tell you, I had one throw me for a loop last week. I had to actually, the instructions were there, but there was a QR code on there. And I, I had to zap that with my phone and all of a sudden a YouTube video came up. What? And I had to pause it and rewind it because there was this one part that was like, Blowing my mind how it was actually fitting together. It was like doing origami. Yeah. I finally nailed it. And here's the tip from Mr. Retail Ranger. Clear masking tape where customers can't see it on the inside of those shippers to help bolster where they connect. Because some of those shippers aren't put together that well to start with. Right. I mean, they usually use cheap cardboard because it's only supposed to be used for a limited amount of time. But when you got a lot of traffic going around your building, people tend to bump into them. Mm Mm-hmm. They get smacked around or, God forbid, a kid spills fruit juice on the ground and <laughs> it's going to collapse. I like to use some, if it's a long term for the holidays, I like to use some clear masking tape behind the scenes to help hold it together. Just in case it gets hit with that extra big grocery cart. Right. Heaping full of uh, holiday goods. So that's a tip from Retail Ranger. You won't get many <laughs> more of those today. Uh, where else? What else we got? 
Da, 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 da. All right, let's let's get into the jobs report. This this could get a little weird because there's a lot of numbers, but I want to talk about it. So it was announced that the jobs numbers came out and they were better than expected, Liz. Uh, increased by 261,000 in October. I think they had expected uh, 225,000 or something. So mm-hmm. that was a, that's a win, right? But then they also said the unemployment rate rose. So they had more jobs than expected, but then the unemployment rate rose. Right? Yeah, that kind of made my brain so, bleed yeah, a little bit. E- even when I went to bed last night. Now, generally, I will listen to podcasts when I'm going to bed. But I'm, when I'm trying to unwind, Liz prefers that I listen to music or comedy, right? Right. So when she tucked me in last night, because I'm a spoiled punk. Um, <laughs> well, you go to bed way earlier. I, I do. And she said, don't listen to any weird stuff tonight. Just whatever. And I said, I, I will listen to comedy. So I put the comedy channel on. And it was an Irish dude. And I, I couldn't, like, I couldn't understand him very well. So I was trying to fast forward. It wouldn't work. So, of course, I go to one of my podcasts. So I'm sitting there listening to my podcast. And all of a sudden, this guy brings up a point that unemployment went up and the jobs went up because folks that have regular jobs are also taking on additional part-time jobs to help make it nowadays. What did I do, Liz? You get up. And come into the living room after you've already been to bed. Kind of scared you a little bit. And announced to me <laughs> that that is why <laughs> they're both up. So I have post dad bod at this point, right? <laughs> no, you're. No, and you don't. I'm, I'm wearing my boxer briefs. I think I'd take my t shirt off because it was a little warm in there. <laughs> and I got my little air buds in my ear or air pods or whatever. <laughs> and I come storming out of the bedroom. You're Christopher Walken hair. And my hair was poofed up <laughs> which i'm gonna try to get a haircut yeah you, you actually i never thought i'd say this but you need a haircut you heard it here folks <laughs> permission to get a haircut no we actually made a deal because remember i vowed that i would never pay for another haircut again right our compromise is i will pay for it's it. coming out of the household budget for my haircut yes. so i might try to get one tomorrow in between getting fired from amazon <laughs> so uh the jobs increased by 261,000. Notable job gains occurred in healthcare, professional and technical services, and manufacturing. Did you hear retail in there? Nope. No, you did not. And I am here to tell you, it ain't happening. <laughs> That's part of the unemployment. <laughs> Dude! Well, Where'd they go? I, well, there's some, some cool stats in here. So, let me see. I mean, back in the day, people were clamoring. That was like... Yeah. A good job to get. And God, if you got full time, you were golden. Dude, that golden. was it. I remember when I was a kid, man, when I was like 16, 17 years old and you're waiting, you're like, these guys are going to stay in these full time jobs forever. And then when somebody would leave, you like, you would fight somebody to get it. Well, I worked for a company for like 13 years. Yeah. And my I was hired part time. Oh, yeah. But my first two years... I was working full-time hours, like over full-time hours. So finally, you know, I approached the supervisor and I said, hey, you know, I'm driving 50 miles each way to get here. I'm still classified as part-time. Yeah. And they said, well, we don't have an opening. Yep. And I'm like, if I'm working the hours, you have an opening. I get that. So I finally ended up getting on full-time. And you were excited. I was. Dude, we can't give away full-time jobs right now. Nobody, it's insane. Nobody wants to work. So the unemployment rate went up. We already talked about that. The uh, Let me see. We're not going to cover that. 
I want to get to the like the, the nitty gritty of. Okay, here we go. So the healthcare employment rose by fifty three thousand, which makes sense. A, people have gone back to the hospitals working, and B, it's kind of flu season. People are getting sick left and right. So I can I can see that jumping up. Um, ambulatory healthcare services increased by thirty one thousand of that. And nursing and residential care facilities increased by 11,000 and hospitals by 11,000. So, so far in 2022, healthcare employment has increased by an average of 47,000 per month. That's for the whole country? Yeah, compared to 9,000 per month in 2021. So, people are finally going to get the healthcare that they need after being locked out of medical stuff for the longest time. Going to appointments and all that stuff. So. That's why that number was pretty strong. So professional and technical services added 43,000 jobs in October. Um, it, it continued to trend up in management and technical consulting services. That added 7,000. Architectural and engineering increased by 7,000. Scientific research and development up by 5,000. Yeah. That makes me nervous. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, Manufacturing added 32,000 jobs in October, mostly in durable goods industries. That was 23,000 of it. Um, Social assistance jobs increased by 19,000. Was that a people need more help? So now they got to hire more people to help the people. Uh, Wholesale trade added 15,000 jobs in October. Uh, Leisure and hospitality was up 35,000. Well, I mean, a lot of that is it because of the layoffs that happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of, and lot of everything folks... shut down. Right. So, so now everybody's coming back. Right. It's not as fantastic as it sounds. Right. Um, but wait till you get to my little nugget here at the end. Uh, transportation and warehousing, transportation and warehousing employment changed little in October. That impacts us, retail rangers, right? Hmm. Was that tell you? That was only up by uh, eight thousand, and within that industry, it was in truck transportation went up thirteen thousand, couriers and messengers up seven thousand, and air transportation went up by four thousand. But there was a job loss of twenty thousand in warehousing and storage. Oof! That impacts retail rangers, right? Oh yeah. Um, monthly job growth in transportation and warehousing has averaged 25,000 so far this year compared with 30, 36,000 a month in 2021. So stuff is starting to slow down. Remember we talked about in the past how like those orders from Walmart and Target were canceled for the holiday season. Yeah. Warehousing and storage. That's true. Right. This is not good here. So. Employment changed little over the month in other major industries, including mining, construction, information, government, which that's good, and retail trade. Mm. So speaks volumes. Not good for us retail rangers. That's why we're struggling with the with the unemployment still in the retail industry. So the jobs that are being added, not in my not on the retail side. Right. And on the warehouse and storage side, they're dropping. So that doesn't bode well. Um, my only hope is, I don't know what my hope is. I mean, <laughs> I, I just hope it gets better because it, it is a struggle. And I get it. It's super important to, you know, welcome these people in and give them all the training and all that stuff too. And, and that is a huge part of it. 
and I guess the one thing I will say to add on to that to the retail rangers out there, especially on the boss level, if people start showing signs of not goodness in the first week, <laughs> not goodness, handle it. Like if they're late, or if they call in sick, or if they're not following the dress code, or their productivity is not where it kind of should be. Obviously, you're going to start off slower, but you know if you got somebody walking around for an hour trying to put one thing up, handle that stuff now because we cannot accept that kind of um, productivity. I mean, we're, we're struggling. You've got less people working in these buildings right now trying to do all this stuff. If somebody comes aboard, they've got to get on board fairly quick. Yeah. Um, but if you're not addressing those issues, you're going to end up inheriting those issues and you're going to have them for more of a long term than they should be there. It's called cut the fat. Yeah. Read between the lines, people. <laughs> and here's the thing. If you let those folks continue to fester in your building, it brings down the morale of the rest of your squad. Exactly. So I, I don't know what else to say about that. If you got kids out there, please, as parents, make sure your kids come to work on time. They're dressing respectfully or respectably. They're following the company's policies. Check in with your kid. And, and what you commit to, stick to it. Yeah. That's the thing, too. That, that's probably the biggest frustration still is we'll bring people in and they want the job, right? Oh, yeah, I can work this, 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 that, that, that. Then they come in, work a week, and they're like, eh, I can't work weekends. I'm like, dude. <laughs> uh, you're in retail. That's what we do is work nights and weekends. And so, holidays. And holidays. So... That's kind of my little rant on that. I don't really have too much more to say today. Um, I'm hoping, like I said, I can pick up some shifts tomorrow and deliver with a smile. Well, on a positive note, I think things are going to start getting better. So we just need to hang tight right now. Yeah. And just try to look for the positive. Oh, you know what? And it's hard, but just try to look for the positive because it's going to get better. You just brought up a huge positive point. The Powerball is tonight. $1.6 billion. Yeah, I was um, leaving a grocery store on my way home, and a lady that I happened to work with back in the day um, was standing at the lottery machine looking really confused. So I walked by. I was actually going to get a couple tickets, and I was thinking, darn, the lottery machine must be down because she's just, just standing, standing there. there. Yep. So I asked her, you know, hey, is the lottery machine down or something? And she said, no, I, I'm waiting for somebody to show me how to play. I was like, she's going to win. You watch. It'll cost you $1 billion. <laughs> well. Well, it's like my sister yesterday texted me. You know, people that have never played the lottery really don't know oh, yeah. what I mean, to when do you get, when, when you're you get this from... kind of act, action with the $1.6 billion, people yeah, start saying, yeah. oh, yeah, maybe I'll play. <laughs> yeah, because I know someone from back in the day when the lottery was, you know, what day really was that? I'm not going to tell you. Was that a Wednesday? But um, it was a girl who had never played the lottery, ever yeah. played it, won 17 million. One, num- one set of numbers. Yep, one set of numbers. It's all it takes, folks. So. Yep, all right, we got to go. We got to go buy some more tickets. <laughs> when is that drawing? Tonight. Is it? Mm-hmm. This may be the last podcast, everybody. <laughs> no. no, we'll do one final one. From the road in my Corvette. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It'll be an F-350. With the uh, the podcast edition. That'd hey, be pretty cool. yeah. Dude, that would be sweet. If I had a billion dollars, I would actually make them. So Ford has a King Ranch, right? Uh, I don't That's know. a trim. St- okay. Remember we talked about it was on Yellowstone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You listened to me. But, no, uh, I did listen. I remember. 
now because um, <laughs> I called you out in front of our 27 followers. We dropped another one. Whatevs. Come on, people. <laughs> Just help me. Help you. <laughs> no, I want the Walker Retail Ranger Edition. I'll have a custom Ford F-350 built. What does that mean? I don't know. I've never really thought about it. So I'm going to start designing what the Walker Retail Ranger truck would look like. It'll probably have like a place for your box cutter, your name tag, <laughs> like a little magnet spot on the dash where you can still slap your name tag so you don't lose it. Hang your little apron up. Wow. Dreams. <laughs> Anyways, would I keep working if I won $1.6 billion? Yes. I would keep working for about a minute and do something to get fired. <laughs> no. Then I can collect unemployment, right? <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, anyways. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you all on the flip side. We'll uh, we'll see how this Saturday one takes off, everybody. There's that real radio announcer voice Liz loves. What? We're going to eat some hot dogs. We're going to have hot dogs. Boiled hot dogs. <laughs> I'll fry them. Fry them, Jenks, will you? All right. I like me some dark fried hot dogs. <laughs> Whew. You don't want... Man, when I'm delivering tomorrow, that truck might be scented. I'm glad you're going to be out of the house. That's all I got to say. Four windows down, we're baby. We're having beans, too. Oh, Lord. I wonder if I'll get any comments on my uh, Amazon thing. He delivered with care, but he stunk a little bit. <laughs> all right, folks. Catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers. Be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. You can go there, maybe copy the link, and, I don't know, send it to some random people on your phone. Help spread the word. We also set up a phone number. It's 804-491-6097. We can take text or voicemails, and it's a great opportunity to give us feedback on the show or maybe give us a topic you want us to shoot the breeze about. Uh, As always, we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.